Welcome back, listeners and viewers, to another week of education, the Teacher's Talking Terror Podcast, where myself, Mike, and myself, Courtney, are back to cover another one. This was kind of a cult classic, late 80s, 1987. We're talking about The Stepfather, starring Jerry O'Quinn, who plays uh, in Lost. He was a regular on the Lost television show. He's also showing up in the new... Uh, Walking Dead spinoff that starts out uh, this next weekend. So Jerry O'Quinn, the star of this movie. Um, I remember seeing this quite a bit growing up as a kid. Uh, it was, we had cable. I don't, I don't remember renting it, but I do remember catching it on TV quite a bit. And I just, I just, something about it. See, my parents are divorced and I have a stepdad. Um, and I think nothing obviously related to yeah. this, but I think just that, that little bit of, um, you know, this this new person came into my life. And, you know, at the time this movie came out, I didn't have a stepdad. But it's just a matter of like, oh, like, this is a person that... Yeah. <laughs> I don't, do we really know him? Kind exactly. Of oh, yeah. So, uh, but no, fun little movie. Short movie, thankfully. It's like, clocks in just short of an hour and a half. Uh, and, the, and it kicks off with a bang. We see this very grizzly looking gentleman henry mm -hmm. um and he's i mean you could tell he's got on fake beard and you know fake yeah. it's just it's pretty kind of corny looking a little bit but uh but he's in the bathroom and he's just trimming away at his very scruffy beard and takes a shower voila look at that jerry you know he's not jerry yet. i keep calling him jerry because that's the guy. <laughs> that's what he ends up being but um you know, Henry here turns out to be a new man. Yeah. Just a new man. You know, he's well-shaved. He's well-dressed. He's got a tie on. It's early morning. He's getting ready to go to work. Um, and as he's going downstairs, you, you see, like, a bloody handprint on the wall. And when he gets to the foot of the stairs, they kind of pan back and, like, it's just a massacre. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the living room is just full of carnage. Just dead bodies, blood everywhere. Even in the foreground, there's a, like a dead child on the floor. Like, and he did it. Like Henry murdered this family and then got dressed and left and just walked away from and, it all. Yeah, changed his identity by shaving yep. his face and he's done. Just walks away from the whole thing. Uh, and like, that's how this movie starts. Uh, actually, it starts with one of my favorite things from 80s horror movies, and that is a um, all-black background and red lettering like, <laughs> for the titles. Titles and cast. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's got some cheesy MIDI music and red font over the black background, and I just it just takes me back to my, kid, my childhood. But that's like, this man just walks away from it. Um, you know, and so we fast forward like a, a year. One year later, um, he's quite the charmer, this man. Yeah, he he's definitely got a silver tongue. Yes. Uh, and he, um, well, I guess we see him get on a ferry boat. He's crossing the channel, whatever. You know, kicks the the suitcase into the ocean. It's, we see it sink. Like, just you see that he's walking away from yeah. whatever that previous life is. Um, he's He resurfaces a year later. He's now Jerry Blake. He's in Seattle and he's a real estate agent and he's remarried within yes. a year. So yeah. uh, 
he's living with his wife, who's a widow, and their um, 15, 16-year-old daughter, which I'll get back to later on. I have some real issues with this. <laughs> uh, it's it's the 80s, so naturally she's played by like a 21-year-old. Uh, man, I had a real problem with this. You know what scene I'm talking about later on? Um, I think so, but if I'll wait. You, uh, we'll get back to it. <laughs> um, and so Jerry's... If we did not see that opening scene to set the tone on, yeah. this, on this man... You would think that this guy is just your typical stepfather that's mm-hmm. trying to make inroads with his stepdaughter. Yeah, because she's like, it's not that she dislikes him. She just is like, he's not my dad. Yeah. And we just kind of get that vibe like she thinks he's almost trying too hard, kind of. And right. he's well, a little creepy. Yeah, and there's so many strikes in there already. Just the fact that it's like, one, he's not her dad. Two, right. she's a 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't like anybody. No. Um, there's just, there's just so many things built in that it's like, mm-hmm. again, if we didn't see this like earlier scene, we would think, oh, this yeah. poor guy, like yeah. he's just trying cause he's sweet. He he's is. super sweet. He loves the mom. He's super sweet. Like he's very, he is a little like, you know, he, I don't know. Like he's maybe a little overbearing kind a little of, bit, like, but like I'm the alpha. You know, like right. I am the father figure of this but house. I, I think mom's kind of put him in that role a yes. little bit. Um, um, but he's he's trying to have a good relationship. She's seeing a psychiatrist, which makes sense, consider you know that you know there's been trauma in her life with her dad passing yeah, away. Yeah, and she's got a lot of behavior issues. Like a she, lot. Of- she is that kid that you do not want in your classroom. It's like, please don't which, put that one in my class. I had a hard time accepting that as well because i know this is a movie and i know they're acting and i know bad kids don't have a, a quote-unquote look but she looks like the girl next door in my opinion like she does you know what i mean the brunette version of a girl yes. next door she she doesn't fit the profile of a troublemaker at school mm-hmm. you know when they're right. like you've you've been suspended so many times and it's like she just yeah. doesn't because she's not She's really yeah. not that way at home. No. You know, she loves her mom. Like, she mm-hmm. and her mom, she comes home and she and her mom are playing. Like, they're throwing leaves at each other. Yeah. You know, like, they're just, it's cute. You're like, what a cute relationship that she has with her mom. You wouldn't think that she's just total destruction at school. Yeah. So, well, whatever. I just, I just think that's weak writing a little bit of, like, if you're going to make her this, like, this this like hardened kid mm-hmm. then she has to be that way all the time yeah she's yeah. got to be angsty she's got to be you know she's just got to be like sad and depressed it's like Correct. she's not sad and depressed no because she's getting yeah she shows no signs of that no so, but whatever whatever um but even her psychiatrist is like you know he just, maybe you should give him a chance yeah i see i didn't like the psychiatrist no i didn't either that's that's where I was just like, he's creepy. If anyone yeah, yeah. in this movie is creepy, he's creepy. Yeah, he definitely was creepy. But, you know, he's also coming to the angle, I think, of like, you're a 16-year-old girl. Like, you need to lighten up. He's trying. Yeah. And he was. To to be fair, Jerry was trying. Even if his intentions, obviously, <laughs> as we find, were a little off. Um, you know, we do see him making an attempt to be fatherly. Yes. Which, again, I that's something I'll admit I struggled with growing up with with my stepdad is I 
did not want to accept it. Yeah. Just uh, no. I, I was like, you might be married to your mom. And I, I wish in hindsight, I could have handled it better. We have a much better mm -hmm. relationship now that we did. Um, so, but again, Jerry's just kind of moving in. Like he's doing his thing. He's selling houses. He's befriending the community. Um, he's just a very energetic, positive guy. Everybody seems to love him. They're having a party. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, well, we find before this that slightly before this, that the brother, the very hunky brother yeah. of, <laughs> which honestly I thought would come up a little bit more. I was like, oh, you're playing him up to be a love interest. Like, yeah. Um, but he's got this 80s hunk all over him of the big broad chest and the chiseled jaw <laughs> and the slight scruff. And, um, but basically he's like, wait a minute, you know, he's on the police or he's the brother of the wife that was killed at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. He's the ex brother-in-law. And, and so he's just like, no, we can't, we can't let this go. Like it's, where did he go? Where did, mm -hmm. where did Henry go? You know, he had to have done it. Yeah. So he runs, runs an article. Yeah. Um, looking for the guy who killed his sister. Yeah. And, um, cause it's only been a year. Like yeah. it really, yeah. it's still fresh enough. Yes, and they're like all talking about it at this barbecue, and yeah. Jerry reads it, and he's just like so disturbed and put out. Oh by yeah, it. he's like, really oh. which kind of surprised. It really surprised me. Like not only uh, granted it was obviously fake the way he was yeah. reacting to it. Oh, that's terrible. But just how he outwardly showed that. Like we obviously as viewers we know the truth, but just how how much he let it get to him mm -hmm. you figured he looked like somebody that would have a much better um just a much better showing yes. of of being able to control himself yeah um, um so he he heads down because he's so just like distraught over it he heads to the basement and kind of just loses it like yeah is just like you were bad you did a bad thing like you were a bad girl and it's like throwing things and yeah stephanie the stepdaughter has come down at that time as well yeah she was ice. downstairs getting she was downstairs getting ice cream yeah and, and he doesn't uh, know she's there <laughs> so she's getting this whole little private show of him off the deep end. Oh yeah, and, like uh, far off the deep end. Yeah, and he just when he notices her, he just kind of is like, "I was just getting it out." Like, yeah. how could someone do that to yeah. somebody? You it's know, like it's don't just, worry. And it's, and it's just there's so much pressure too. Yeah. Like I'm under so much pressure. I just sometimes I just come down here and, um, you know, and it just blow off some steam. Yeah, you know, and it's like uh, again, we know the truth, yep. <laughs> and so we know that. Um, Stephanie and her mom, Susan, we know that they are like in the frying pan. Yes. And um, obviously they don't know. Stephanie, this is her first little like, hmm. Yeah, because she now writes the newspaper and she's like, I think my stepfather is this guy. Yeah, she Can jumped I get to that a picture? She jumped to that conclusion real <laughs> like, quick. Yes. And like her friend was even like, Stephanie, like, no. Oh, and by she, the way, she, she and she's been expelled from school now. Yeah, yeah, she's expelled because she got in a fight in art class. <laughs> yeah, and uh, put some handprints on the teacher's yeah back and because yeah. and that's all that happens in Hollywood movies is they just 
the principal just decides to expel you. Yeah, and she just walked on home. Yeah, that's not how it works, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there's a due process. There's basically like a trial. Like, yeah. now, one person doesn't just decide you're expelled. You can suspend them, but not expulsion. <laughs> um, and so a couple days later, mail shows up. Jerry um, gets the mail, realizes that Stephanie has something from this newspaper. So he yeah. looks and and it's his photo it's, it's his like face. you can it's, tell it's him yeah it's the it's the um, like previous fake yeah. hair so although he, it was real beard in the movie but it was yes. obviously fake. um so he heads to this local i don't know odds and in store yeah gets a picture of someone else sticks it in there um and woo she you know yeah. like she's okay whatever yeah um and yeah, she, she's totally, almost like disappointed. Like her friends, yeah, like, yeah. you seem disappointed that your stepdad's not the killer. Right. But at the same time, <laughs> it also like it ripped off that band aid, but then like applied a new one. Yeah. She realized, okay, it's not yeah. him. Okay. It's not him. Like mm -hmm. now I can quit. I can maybe take some of the bricks down from my yep. wall. Um, Dr. Bondurant. Bondurant. Yeah. Bondurant. Um, yeah, her psychiatrist has been um reaching out because yeah. he he wants to like He I wants don't know, to meet Jerry. Yeah, extend an olive branch kind of right. out there, you know. Let's see what's so bad about him. And um, of course Jerry refuses. Mm-hmm. So but, but he's a real estate agent. Doctor does what I mean, honestly, kind of smart, not in this movie it didn't work out for him but yeah um he, he uh, goes ahead and makes an appointment to view a house yeah i'd like i'm very interested i'd like to see this house jerry brooke or jerry blake um but as he's getting a tour of this home he's very much like psychoanalyzing yeah. and conversing with jerry trying to get like putting feelers out just to get a sense of who he is mm -hmm. and at one point jerry even says he goes are you interested in this house? Or are you interested in me? Yeah. Like, you know, like Jerry, Jerry's a smart guy. Yeah. He, he really is. is. Um, he just like, I don't think that, you know, I don't, so Jerry's like thrown off. Mm -hmm. He is, I guess he assumes that he's like an undercover cop or yeah. something. Um, and like when Bondurant's not looking, just beats him to death. Yeah. With like, you know, some some trim or something laying yeah, around. Just just beats this man to death, right? <laughs> he, right up. here in this for sale home in, in daylight. Like in this wasn't even an evening showing. No, this was any. Thankfully, it wasn't an open house. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So Bondurant is no longer uh, like rolls him up in carpet, um, puts him in the trunk of his car, sets the car on fire. Yeah, and then waits a day until Stephanie. Uh, Oh, hey, Stephanie, your psychiatrist died in a car accident. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, it worked. One Stephanie over. Yeah, and he's like, so let's bond over this sad, yeah. sad thing. And um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, but so it, it we, is we, cut very short, though, because yeah. <laughs> we start to see. Yeah, we definitely start to see Jerry and Stephanie making some inroads on getting along, yes. which, of course, is all mom ever wanted. Mm hmm. And, uh, but we also see, I get the, the Stephanie character bothers me. I don't mind her as a person, <laughs> but as a character, there's just, she's so poorly written. 
Um, because again, don't forget, she's been expelled from school. Yeah. Because she's just so bad. Um, but this boy has like, he's got a huge crush on her and it's like, I don't know. It's just so poorly written. Um, so Paul, this boy who has got feelings for Stephanie and Stephanie returns those feelings. Mm -hmm. They kind of go on a little date or whatever. And he walks her home and they're standing on the front porch and he kisses her. Yeah. Like. Like the most PG kiss, I feel no like. No kidding. It's like, this is <laughs> this is more tame than a church kiss. Yeah. Like, and um, Jerry does not think that, though. No. Jerry because apparently thinks he, that Paul's trying to rape her. Yeah, because he all but breaks down the door and is, like, yelling yeah. at her, like, yeah. get off. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, Jerry went way. I mean, granted, Jerry has the tendency to go overboard, but he definitely went way overboard here on Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, which Susan comes to the door and, and Stephanie's just like, just kiss me. Oh, he was trying to rape you. Yeah. Um, granted, obviously rape is terrible, but if Paul was trying to do that, he's doing it very, very slowly. Like Exactly. Like, like I'm pretty sure there would by the time he got anywhere dangerous, either Stephanie would be asleep or she'd given consent. Uh -huh. Like Yeah. Um and so Stephanie and Susan get into an argument. Paul obviously is out. Like I'm yeah, out of here. Paul's like I gotta go. Um, you know, and you know, and so Stephanie's yeah, because Susan's like you know, don't talk to him like that. He's your father. Yeah, and this just kind of which I did not grow up in a family where my yeah. parents were divorced, but I could imagine like I like trying to put myself in those shoes. Like no, 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 he's and it's, not. It's it's tough um, as a parent. Yeah. It's hard because one thing that helped me get past, like, my parents' divorce, we're not going psychoanalytical here, <laughs> um, was I finally just came to terms. I don't remember when, but it was it was longer ago than more recently. Come to terms with the fact that they're just human beings. Right. Yes, my, yes, my parents were important human beings in my life, but they're just humans, and humans are capable of mistakes and they will make mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's the whole forgive and forget kind of thing. It's hard to forget sometimes, but in a situation like this, even as a parent now, there's times where what comes out of my mouth is not necessarily what I wanted to come out of my mouth had I given it more thought. And I, I'd like to think that that's kind of where Susan's at here is Susan knows Jerry is not the father right. of Stephanie, but don't talk to him that way. He's your father. You know, yes, of course, Stephanie's going to be like, no, he's not. And there's just the disconnect there of like, yep. oh, like, like, Stephanie, your mom knows he's not your dad. Yeah. But yeah. he is your father figure. And it's like, it, it would be nice. I just have a feeling there would be so much less arguing and fighting if everybody just could accept that, you know, maybe what came out of our mouth isn't hundred percent what we intended. So let's hear them out. Let's, let's, you know, let's diet, let's dialogue a bit and mm -hmm. kind of come to a common ground, but Stephanie's 16. So I'm out of here. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's very hot headed. So yeah. she's gone. Um, this kicks Jerry's plan into action. Yeah. Jerry's decided, okay, it's time to go murder again. Yep. So he Granted, we've job. already, we've already seen a murder. We've yeah. already seen him kill the, the psychiatrist, but yeah, so Jerry yeah. decides. Go ahead. 
He uh, quits his job and heads to another town with his new identity Mm -hmm. and basically is just like baiting this new widow that he's renting a house next to. Yeah. Um, And all while getting ready to off Susan and Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Jim, who we mentioned before, the uh, brother finally finds out where Jerry is at. Well, yeah, because he shows up, he like he shows up in the neighborhood, yes. and he's talking to a guy, and he's like, uh, "Oh yeah, that guy, he sold me my because yeah. he's showing him that mugshot yes. kind of thing." He's like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, I know him. He sold me my house." Yeah, and so um, Jim's just going door to door looking for Jerry, and when he yeah. gets to Susan's door, she, he's like, "No, I want to surprise him. You know, don't tell him I stopped by." So she calls the real estate office. Yeah. And this just like spirals downwards yeah. even more because they're like, he quit days ago. Yeah. He's been gone a little bit. Like yeah. all news to her because yeah. she's like, I watch him get up and go to work every yeah. day. And he comes home, you know, yeah. I mean, like mentioned in the beginning, he comes home at the same time every day. Like he's putting up this such a good front. And so she confronts him. And it's my favorite part of the movie. Um, <laughs> it is. It's my absolute favorite part of the movie. He's just so confused. Like, yeah, she's called him out on it. Yeah, and um, and and so he, like you said, he gets confused. He gets confused, and he he says a different name. Yeah, he calls her a different name. Yeah, and she's like, you know, excuse me, and I just he turns away from her because he's got the phone in his hand. Uh-huh. He turns away from her, and he kind of looks off into the distance, and it, it's just. It's so chilling when he just goes, who am I here? Like, yeah. And she's like, like he's done Jerry. This, yeah. He's done this so many times that he's, you know, that he's, he just can't even keep his story straight. Mm-hmm. So she, again, like you're Jerry. So he whips around and smashes her in the head with that mm-hmm. phone. And yeah. uh, which some it's, that's a move you can't do today. No, you can't. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Now, I don't want to get hit in the head by an iPhone. Right. But but it doesn't, it's not going to hurt as it'll much. It'll probably break the iPhone before yeah. it, you it's know, breaks not, your skull. It's not going to hurt as much as using the, the phone receiver as a weapon. Yes. Um, and so she tumbles down the stairs yeah, like, um, to yeah, the basement. Like, th- kicks her down yeah. the stairs, too. Um, and he's like, all right, she's dead. Let's go get Stephanie. Oh, because man. Stephanie has come home. This is the part. This this is where I was getting at earlier. It really, really bothers me. We've established the fact that Stephanie's 16. Mm-hmm. We say repeatedly, she's 16. She got kicked out of high school. She's 16. She's 16. She's 16. But yes, she's played by a 20, like a 20-year-old actress. Whatever. But in an effort to make Stephanie look extremely vulnerable... We have her in the bathroom and we show her strip all of her clothes off. She's standing there naked. We see the nudity mm-hmm. on a supposedly 16-year-old yeah. character. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't and then even she, think of that. And then she gets in the shower and she's basically, it's like we're trying to make her the most vulnerable as possible. Yes. Like she's in the shower naked. Um, but it just really bugged me i didn't think about it when i saw this movie as a kid obviously because i was a kid yeah um but when my wife and i are watching it you know the other night and i cut to that i just went i go 
She's supposed to be 16. Mm-hmm. Why are you showing the boobs of a 16-year-old character? Yeah. Well, obviously because she's not 16. But right. still, it, it just it was uncomfortable to be yeah. like, you keep saying she's 16. You can't do this if you're establishing that your character is a teenager. Correct. Like, <laughs> you know. I don't care I mean... how old she is. You can't do it when you say <laughs> it's Hollywood magic. You said she's 16, so your audience believes you. Mm-hmm. So then let's show her completely new. Yes. Yeah, no, exactly. you can't do it. <laughs> do better, Hollywood. And it's like, it's even, it's even grosser. It's like, it's a, like, it's a male director. And it's mm-hmm. like, you didn't have to do that. Right. You very well could have shown her taking, you know, dropping yeah. the clothes, but then just being in the shower. Yeah. Show her through the shower yeah. curtain. We know what she's doing. You don't yes. have to show it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Jerry's going to go up. He's got this plan. I'm going to, I've already killed Susan. I got to go kill mm-hmm. Stephanie so I can move on. Um, Jim shows up. With a gun. Which is kind of fun because we've kind of secretly been establishing him as kind of the hero all along. Yeah. Um, he shows up, um, pulls a gun out, and Jerry stabs him dead before he yeah. gets a chance. So it's like, I I enjoy it when movies do that, when they build up what character to be kind of the protagonist, the savior, and then evil dispatches them right away. Um, happened before when we watched The Shining. Mm-hmm. You know, when Dick Halloran... Yep. Like... All, come all the way back from Florida. We see this huge like cross country trek back to Colorado yeah. and up through the mountains of the Bobcat, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Walks into the hotel, catches an ax in the chest, dead. Like it's like, oh, yeah. you poor guy. Like you made the trip across the country to die immediately. Yeah, um, and that's basically what happened to Jim. Just yeah, dies he immediately. Fa- he found Jerry after all of this work. Yes, just to die. Die immediately. Like, didn't even get to be like, why'd you kill my sister? Right. Yeah, no conversation. Just, oh, you're dead now, too. Yeah. So, mate, it's really built Jerry up to be this, like, unstoppable force. Um, we play quite a bit of cat and mouse. Um, you know, we get quite a bit of cat and mouse with uh, um, with Stephanie. And, yeah, uh, and he chases her up to the attic where yeah. she obviously knows the house better than he does. Um and he corners her, but just as he kind of gets to his next point, he falls through the attic. Yeah, it's it's kind of rule now, we have an attic, we don't go up into it, but it's it's rule 101 that if you're walking in the attic, you stay on the cross beams. Yes. Um because otherwise the only thing that's left is the drywall. Yeah. Even though there's insulation, you're going to fall right through it. Yeah. And that's what Jerry does. <laughs> and um, so uh, Susan, Susan is not dead. Yeah. She crawls away She's, from yes. the basement. Yeah. She she treks up, but she does not make the long trek to die because no. she gets the gun from Jim and mm-hmm. shoots Jerry as yeah, he's trying times. to like attack Stephanie at the right. top of the stairs. Um, and then staff and staff, Stephanie stabs Jerry uh, after he's been shot a f- couple times. Yeah. And um, stabs him in the chest just to off him. And he utters like there's this faint like I love you. Right. As he's going down the stairs. And yeah. Um, yeah. That's, and that's that's, that's and then, yeah, that's the end of Jerry. And yes. then, yes. you know, obviously Stephanie we does. 
we fast forward a little bit of time here. Stephanie and mom have recovered. Mm-hmm. They're back to being happy again, despite the fact that they're almost murdered in that house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead and there. stay here. But and, they are uh, going to cut down yeah, the Jerry, birdhouse. Jerry had put up a birdhouse and they cut it down, which made me feel bad because I understand why you did it. But did you check to <laughs> yeah. see if there were birds in yeah. that house? Like, don't don't punish the birds. They didn't yeah, do anything Yeah, birds to didn't you. do it. There's There are movies where the birds do that, but yes. this isn't one of them. Uh, but they're having a good old time and they bond. And that's the end of The Stepfather. Uh, did you know that there are two sequels to this movie? I did not. And a remake. Yep. Hmm. The first one came out five years later. Uh, no, two years later. Called, uh, get ready, Stepfather 2. Oh. Um, still starring <laughs> Terry O'Quinn as Jerry Blake. He survived. Oh. Yep. And he's been institutionalized. Um, and, of course... Escapes. I've not seen it, uh, but I'd be curious to. Um, and then Stepfather 3 came out in 1992 and uh, is probably even worse. It's straight to video, I believe. Probably even worse than the... Um, and and Terry, or, uh, Terry O'Quinn is not in that one. So you just have a generic Stepfather. Hmm. And then they did remake the Stepfather. So... But yeah, that's that's the stepfather from 1987. Um, I there was one movie list, one one uh, publication. I can't think of what it was, but they had um, they had dubbed this like the 22nd scariest movie of all time. Wow. Yeah. Which I mean, hey, in, in the real like in real life scheme of things, like mm-hmm. when you do, I mean, it is scary sometimes, especially. Mm-hmm. A lot of people my age bring in, you know, who are single parents bring in a significant other a lot sooner than, you know, a lot of people think is necessary. And it is scary. Like, you don't know someone. Right. Like, is, are you, it's, I mean, it's, it's rebound stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you're in this relationship because of the fear of being alone. Yes. And because of that, you're willing to make accommodations for traits that you like, you really didn't like vet the person. Right. You know, there's not a lot of times, you know, it doesn't appear to be these, like, there's not like long courtships and dating. It's, it's just like, I'm lonely. You're going to fill my void. Let's do this. And then you just see this constant repeat of bad relationship after bad relationship after bad relationship. Yeah. So when it does work out, it's wonderful, but it's not going to work out with Jerry Blake. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what would you grade this movie? I'm going to give this movie a... See, it's like right on the line between a B plus and an A minus. Okay. Just because like it wasn't like... And I think because, again, like I can't put myself in the shoes of my parents were divorced. I had right. to, You know? So it's like, oh, I know my dad would never do this. But... Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'd watch it again. Okay. It, it, it's a fun movie. Like, it is. Yeah. It's, it's quick it's paced. Set, yeah. It sets the tone really quickly mm-hmm. with, with that like establishing scene of him leaving the first murder home. Yes. And it, and it does. It's very quick paced. It doesn't jump all over the place. We, it's very minimal characters. Mm-hmm. We meet, we're around Jerry, Stephanie, and Susan enough that we, yes. I feel like we really get to know who they are. Yeah. And, um, and then culminates in how it, how it ends. Um, I'm going to go a B for it. 
only because you can't show nudity of a 16 year old <laughs> character. Um, as a child of the eighties, I am definitely used to nudity in a horror film. I mean, it's just, that's it. I mean, there's just an in joke that if yeah. you got a, if you got a horror film from the eighties, you're going to have boobs in it, but you can't do it with a character mm-hmm. who you say is 16. Yeah. I don't I care agree. if she's, I don't care if she's 20. Right. I mean, and I don't care if she's got a 20 year old's body because clearly she does. You know, there are some instances where you could get like a, like a real, you know, petite. Right. Yeah. 20 year old to look younger. And that's even still wrong, but it's like, you, you keep talking about how she's 20. And then we see a scene, I guess it's also just kind of gross where like that scene with Paul, that's the first romantic anything we've seen of her. Yeah. And it was just a, a small kiss. But then later on, the director shows a full nude body to us. Yeah. Like, I am i don't like her. I don't like Stephanie. Paul likes Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Paul didn't even get to see what we saw. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> it's just so B for me. I, I like the movie more than a B, but that's a huge knock for me. Huge knock for me. So... <laughs> All right. I know I keep railing on about that, but it's just... <laughs> That's okay. Hey. It's wrong. It, can't do that. If it's something that bothers you, it bothers you. So... Yeah. So, um, your pick. Yeah, it is. And I... Okay. I'm going to pick a movie that is extremely controversial. Oh. Controversial. What do we got? Okay. Um, but I'm going to pick the newer one, not the 1978 okay. one. Okay. The 2010 one. Okay. I spit on your grave. Oh. Um, and only because, like, I know some people that are like, I can't even watch that movie. Like, that movie's disgusting. Um, I've looked up just like little TikToks about it, and yeah. it's like, like, I've not seen any spoilers, but it's all like this movie is very disturbing to watch. The the original is. The original Should we was, go with the original? It's um, if you're looking for a controversial, it would be the original. Okay, sh- let's go with the original. Okay, it's, then, it's it's if we can find it streaming, let's go with the original. And then as I'm watching a TV show, because um, I knew it was my week to pick, but I just didn't yeah. know what movie I was going to pick. This lady walks out and she says to the old man, "She's like, I'm spit on your grave." Oh. And I was like, <laughs> "There it is." Okay, I think that's what I'm going to pick. Uh, so I just... Yeah, the original I Spit on Your Grave from 1978 um, also could be known as its other title, Day of the Woman. Yes. A big reason why this movie is so controversial is because you could easily view it as woman-hating, but also extremely feminist. Okay. Um, I've seen this movie once, and I remember I was probably, well, I was way too young to have watched it, but... Um, it's, it really, I could definitely see both sides of it because the amount of violence in like impacted upon this woman is just like to catch it on film. It's like, Oh man, it's just it's rough. Yeah. Rough. However, the comeuppance that she, yeah. I'm not ruining anything here. Cause good Lord, the movie's almost 50 years old. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and, the, and it's labeled like, Rape and revenge horror. Yes, so it's yes. like, yeah, I know... you're, you're not going to add like, oh, I want to watch right. a good ghost movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it definitely does have uh, a stink to it. Okay. Um, but again, 
I could easily see is like, you know, the, the alternate title is day of the woman. Yeah. Like, uh, you can catch this streaming, uh, Roku, Tubi, Redbox, Pluto, Plex, the original streaming on all those, uh, for free. Um, and so I'm assuming, I know that there's an unrated version, but it really doesn't matter. Like yeah. even the rated version is, is awful, very awful. Um, and so, yeah, there's been, they did remake, they did remade it in 2010, like you said, and they've spun off, uh, like two or three sequels of that movie, but that's what yeah, I've read. I, but yeah, yeah I, I could see, I mean, you know, 2010, they probably made things a little less harsh and I'm not saying I'm looking did. for all the harsh, right. but no, I know what yeah, you mean. we'll go, we'll go. Yeah. With... Well, I, and I feel in, in some ways it's different if we stumbled across it, but it's one yes. of those where check out the original to see why they remade it. Like, yeah. Um, there's a lot of movies, like even the stepfather, we could have watched the remake, but there's a reason why you remade the film. Yeah. If either it's been like underrated or it's a cult classic or something like that, where it's like, you know what, we could, we could take this story and do it again. Mm -hmm. I spit on your grave was one of those for sure. Written and directed by the same guy. Um, it's, it's, it's a rough watch. Uh, okay. but like you said, you went with controversial, so there you go. Yeah. Here, I'm the one that's getting all riled up about a 16-year-old yeah, character. Yeah, and here I'm and like, let's like, bring in more controversy. Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, let's 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 go ahead and watch a rape revenge film. <laughs> I have a feeling this will be one I watch without my wife. I don't think it would be very comfortable, yeah. uh, a comfortable watch. But I'll leave it up to her. So, but yeah, it's really the reason why it is such got such a stigma because uh, obviously he's rape and revenge, the rape has to happen first. Mm -hmm. um, the movie's like 102 minutes long, and the rape scene's like a half hour. Okay. So it's just like just nonstop, yeah. you know. And it's like it's one thing you're like, oh, this is happening. We cut away. Right. Yeah. It's 30 seconds. Yeah. You know, if that. just we 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 set the precedent of like, Oh, okay. And then you, and then the director cuts away. Cause you're like, nobody wants to watch that. Mm -hmm. This movie's like half hour. Yeah. And it's like, and Ugh. I think like, because, um, speak no evil, like that still sits with me. Sometimes mm -hmm. the ending, the stoning part mm -hmm. like that, because it was just so disturbing. It's and, and so and simple. Yes. And just, so I'm like, let's, let's go with something that I know gets a lot of. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, and, and there's a reason people don't like to watch it because right. it's uncomfortable and that's, that's scary. So let's, yeah, let's try it. Um, but yeah, it's uh free on streaming, several different platforms, like I mentioned. And uh, I think it's important to remind everyone, this is your pick. <laughs> As yes, the female is... <laughs> of the duo, I did yes, not pick yes, this. I you am... picked this. So, <laughs> I am picking this. So one. if people come at us in the comments, remember Courtney picked this movie. <laughs> uh, if you're like, oh my God, I can't believe you watched that. And you you have said before, like, because it's come up that it is very, you know, just disturbing to watch. So mm -hmm. you've, you've gave me all of the, you know, yeah. the, hey, just an FYI, it's very disturbing. But the plot's pretty simple. But here I am. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, a, a movie like this, the plot's pretty simple. Woman's rape gets her revenge. Yeah. Like, but obviously there's more details to said plot. But yeah, that's the movie. That's the movie. So, all right. Well, that wraps up the stepfather episode. 
And yes. we will be back next week to cover the original I Spit on Your Grave, 1978. Uh, social media-wise, you can find us Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check us out on Letterboxd. Uh, because I have not yet written or transcribed any of our reviews over from there, but that is okay. All they're going to be is okay. the grades anyway. Yes. So, uh, But we keep a nice list there. So if you're curious, what did they cover in October? You can go check it out. Go see what we got going over there. Uh, you got anything before we go? Nope. Just have a good week and get out and enjoy this beautiful weather, please. Yeah. Well, depending on where nice. you live, of course. Some people are, yeah. you know, we yeah. might have listeners from yeah. Alaska. But yeah. no, it's it's pretty nice here in uh, central Central United States around this time. So we're going to go do that. So, all right. Well, for another episode of Dedication, I'm Mike. And I'm Courtney. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.